You are listening to Open Little Doors, Episode 10, Letters. Welcome to Open Little Doors, where we share ideas on using play, storytelling, and imagination to help you motivate, guide, and connect with your child. I am Julie Janice, one of the founders of Open Little Doors, and your host for our podcast today. Hey, everyone. You are about to listen to a really magical episode. We are going to be talking about letters today. Uh, We'll talk about how to write them and how to deliver them in magical ways. And we'll also read some examples, which will be really fun. I'm here today with Mindy and Merrill. And we first want to start out by reading an introductory letter to you to get this topic going. Mindy, would you like to read that? Yeah, now these letters are really fun because a lot of their stylization was created by my mom, and she's really done some fun things to them. If you want to know a little bit about my mom, you can see her bio on our website, openlittledoors.com. So here, here we go, the first letter. You start with the child's name. Hi, child's name. And this is a letter that would come from a car imagination landset. Vroom, this letter came to you from me in my garage in imagination land. I am an imagination land, motor revving, piston popping car. Just leave a letter or picture in your imagination land set and it will pass to me sometime when no one is looking. Then I will write back to you. It might not be the very day. It might take me two or three days. Oh, and this is exciting. Vroom! Don't be surprised if some motor oil comes through with my letters. Sometimes it does. I am excited because now we can write letters and send pictures to each other. Sharing letters and pictures will make us special friends. Vroom! I have always, always, always wanted to be special friends with a real child who lives in the real world. I wonder if our worlds are much alike. Oh, yes, I am so excited. And I almost forgot to tell you that my name is, and you can pick a name for the car. We've got ideas like Bolt or Torch or Reverend Red 7. Please hurry a reply, your special friend, Revan Red 7, the car. P.S. I have a toy human with, and then you put the color of the child's hair. Um, my grandchildren happen to have red hair, so there says, P.S. I have a human toy with red hair that looks just like you. I'm going to name him whatever your child's name is, Alex. And that's the letter. Such a great introductory letter there, huh? Yeah, our, um, our Play Together program will have all of these letters there for you so you don't have to use your brain to come up with them. We've got the letters for cars and dragons and fairies and unicorns and then letter templates that help you with other things that you might be dealing with with your children. And what's kind of nice about the letters just being a, a template too is like this is a great start, but then you, instead of having to come up with the whole thing, then you can use your creativity to tailor it even more to your child. So you can easily add or or take away from anything that's in there. If it's a younger child, you might want it a little bit shorter. And we do have introductory letters that are just a little bit more simple that just basically spell out, I'm your fun car. I'm excited to be your friend. We can send letters back and forth. Can't wait to get to know you. That doesn't have as much detail. And I think it's really fun. I've taken the letters and I never use the exact letter that we have. I always tweak it just a little bit, but it's so much quicker to just sit down and hurry and change a word here or there, or delete something or put in something I know they especially like when I already have the letter. 
yeah, it's nice having that template, but you can go in and change those things to personalize it. Um, it's important that you can do that so it's special for your child. So how, how do you guys format these letters? I think that it's nice when it's on the computer because then you have a record of all the, the style that you've already used. So I usually use like a, it depends on the, the font that I decide to go for, but I just look at the different fonts and we have some suggestions in the Play Together program of fonts that you can use for the different imagination lens. But you can choose any font that, you, that appeals to you and your child and seems to match the personality that they're creating with their imagination lens set. And then you just have that saved in the computer and then each letter, I like to type it out normal because it's easier for me to read. And then after I'm done, I just go through and highlight it and change it to the font and the size, usually between about eight and 10. Yeah, because we figure that these are coming, we've made them small. And so you type the letter up normal size on the computer and then you make it smaller. You shrink your margin so that the whole letter only takes up like three inches of printing. You bring your font size down to around eight, unless it's already a naturally small font size, and then you may want it 10. And then we usually do a color that kind of matches with um, the dragon letters. Often they come in red if it's a red dragon or they come in blue if it's from the sapphire dragon or you know whatever color the car is. We'll usually use pinks with the fairies, but whatever your child's favorite color is. So the letter comes in that and then we print it and then we um, kind of cut out a, a crazy edge around it, maybe smoother for the fairies or jagged for the dragons. And we've, we add some really fun elements to these letters. We, if it's, we first started out using fairy dust and unicorn powder, which was glitter. And we put some glue on and we'd sprinkle the glitter on and that was messy. And we realized, oh, we just get glitter fingernail polish. So now we just put a couple swipes of um, glitter fingernail polish on letters from unicorns and fairies. And for the dragons, we glue some sequins on and sometimes we'll take a candle and burn the edges. Or if you have a gas stove, you can burn the edges too. So it looks like the dragon burned the letter. We've done some really fun things where dragons have actually burned the center of letters. And that's been really fun. The kids have loved getting letters that are burned by the dragons. And then for the cars, you can get some oil, clean oil. You can just use like cooking oil and just kind of rub a little bit onto the letter and it kind of makes a transparent spot. Or you can use black fingernail polish for black oil. If you don't like playing with fire, you don't, you're nervous to burn edges. You can also just rip it a little bit and then color the edge black with a marker too. Which is a great idea. Yeah. I've had some fire get out of control. So sometimes that's just a little easier. <laughs> that's a good idea. We'll have to share some pictures of these letters and put them on social media so you guys can see them. Yeah, that would be a fun idea. And our Play Together course, of course, has this all really spelled out for you. So you can see it in detail when we've got sample letters. So it's really easy for you to know how to format these letters. But you can take and do it however you want to do it. And they really are so fun. The kids just love getting their letters. In fact, all my grandkids, they have a special little place where they keep their letters. And when they're missing a letter, they're really sad because they always want to go find where that letter is. They misplace. And also you might hear all of this and it starts to sound overwhelming. Like, oh, I have to come with the letter, then I have to have the fingernail polish and I have to play with fire to get this to work. But the letters in themselves are of huge value and you don't have to add all of these special things all the time. In fact, 
I think it's probably helpful to not add them all the time because then every once in a while when your child needs a really special boost, you can add something a little special to the letters. But especially like once you have the fingernail polish, it's very, it's, it's easier to do than it, it sounds like. And remember that we have set this up and you can set that up however you want, but we've set it up so you have a day or two to get the letters done. And or a week. Or a week. Sometimes yeah. it's a week. Yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> because and that's why we set it up so that they don't expect something the next day. Sometimes life happens and it's just everything you can do to, you know, keep them fed and get clothes on them in a day. And that's totally okay because sometimes that's just the way it is. And, you know, as much fun as like making the letters look really nice, I want to go more into the, the value of them, what you're writing, and just do a quick, quick recap of the purpose of these letters. So I have enjoyed the letters because it's, it's a great way to have just kind of a fun back and forth conversation that's maybe more thoughtful than you would have it directly one-on-one. -on -one. Um, it's a great time to really let a child know that you've watched and seen them do something really good that you want. And it has a little more weight than if you just say, oh, good job. I noticed that you did that really well. When they get a letter about it, it's a real tangible way for them to feel recognized. And one example I have of that is that my, like one time I noticed my daughter was very grumpy when she first woke up and, but she worked through it and she made an effort to work through it and she was able to turn it around and, and be happier. And um, I told her that I noticed that and that I was going to write a letter to her fairy and tell her how happy I was that she did that. Well, she decided she wanted to write the letter. She didn't want me to write the letter, but it was still a good tangible way to really recognize her effort in that. It's, it's a great way to praise and reinforce good behavior and also validate emotions. Um, my grandson, Alex, got a letter when he had, he had decided to share his dragons with his cousins. And that was kind of hard at this point in time because his dragons were pretty new to him. And so the dragons wrote him a note and said how nice it was that he shared them and that they had fun playing and that they were so glad that their friend, their human friend was someone that shared. And what a great way to reinforce the value of sharing, especially when it wasn't easy for him to do. We've also known of people that have written letters to help where their, their Imagination Land friends have been going through the same thing that they have that's been hard. And so for their Imagination Land friends to put into words what they're feeling and what's been hard has been validating to the children too, to see like, oh, somebody else feels this way. There's nothing wrong with me because this is hard and frustrating for me. And on the flip side, you can also then use those letters because the fairies can say, no, this is hard. I feel this way. The fairies or whatever your imagination land set is, I, this is hard. I feel this way. I don't know what to do. And then it gives your children a chance to sit back and say, well, this is what works for me. This you could try doing this. And then they're coming up with their own, what you could call coping plan or different ideas to handle challenging situations for them also. And just by writing it down, they're reinforcing it in their brain and giving themselves new opportunities and new ways to handle the challenges in their daily lives. And this ties right directly into the value of play or guided play is because when they get these letters and, you know, the dragon says, I keep getting mad and burning my brother. What am I going to do? And you can talk to your child about that. You know, the dragon's angry. What can the, 
what can the dragon do? And you can set out the imagination land set and sit there and play about being angry and talk about different options that the dragon could do. And then your child can go and write their dragon a letter with suggestions or draw a picture to them. You know, it's so hard sometimes to get kids to write. And I understand, I mean, it's a tedious skill. It, it requires the development of fine motor skills and it's hard. And sometimes just writing to write seems kind of pointless, but if they can write a letter to their dragon or if they can take time to um, color their dragon a picture, anytime they're holding a pen or a pencil or a marker, they're really developing their fine motor skills and their ability to write. And in this day and age, there just aren't as many opportunities as there used to be for children to develop those fine motor skills with their hands. I've also found that often, I'd say about 50% of the time when I'm watching my grandchildren and they're bored and I'll say, well, why don't you write a letter or color a picture for your Imagination Land friends? About 50% of the time, they'll go for it. And I think that's a pretty good statistic for, I'm bored, I don't have anything to do. Yeah, I think another real value of the letters, and we kind of touched on it, but it's a great way to directly introduce a theme for your guided play. So if you've listened to some of our other episodes on guided play and there's something you'd really like to address with your child, but every time you bring it up, it's not what they wanna do. If they get a letter from their Imagination Land friend asking for something specific, and in our letter, sometimes I've even said, would you play about this so I can see how to do this? They usually will pick that up and then be happy to play about it. And then are they not only writing it and verbally or thinking it through mentally, then when they're actually practicing it, they're, they're rehearsing it and they're rehearsing those skills so that it's easier for them to apply. We often say letters instead of lectures. That's true. Like letters are a great way where you can introduce a theme for your guided play and it can come more naturally. How do you, how do you go about delivering the letters? I just, I, once I print it up, I keep it in my pocket. And then whenever my child's not in the room, I hurry and slip it in the set. <laughs> I try to roll it up and make it look cute, but sometimes I run out of time. So sometimes it's delivered cute and sometimes it's just there in the set. It's good to not give yourself a lot of pressure trying to make it be per like a perfect delivery. And even like the way the letter looks, making it look perfect. If there, there are gonna be days where you're just gonna have to quickly do it and, and then other days where you have more time to make it look really magical. And sometimes you can just slip a fast little note, even handwritten small that says, it's so busy here, I'll get your letter later and just stick it in there. And I love Meryl's idea of putting it in your pocket. That's a really fun one. I do know that my, my older grandchildren know that the letters come from me or from their parents and that's okay. They still love the letters. And some of the funny things that my daughter particularly has put in the letters are still things that her kids laugh about. And when they get their sets out, they'll talk about, do you remember when I got the letter and it talked about the squirrel that stole the fairies, stole the fairies toy of me um, and just other funny things. Uh, Eden mentions how Eden has expanded her set now. She often spends her own money trying to get new fairies or she's added some dragons to go with her fairies. And one of her dragons is a mommy and a baby dragon. And in one of the letters uh, that she got, it talked about how her fairy often babysits for this dragon. And that was just a fun element that's expanded her play. So these letters, these letters just increase how much the children love their imagination land sets. It makes them real to them. It makes them personal, real in a pretend way. 
And I think with most toys and things that children get into, they'll be really into it and they might want to write letters a whole bunch for a couple of weeks. And then their interest might shift for a little bit and probably will come back. And so it's don't panic if you start writing letters and it goes really good for a couple of weeks and then their interest kind of seems to drop a little. That's very common. And that doesn't mean that they won't peak again. And usually, even as parents, our, we're all gung-ho the first little while and then our response to the letters might drop just a little bit too. And that's all right too, because then when you see a good opportunity or if you feel like your family needs just a little spark of some kind, you can start the letters again. And so it doesn't have to be a constant all the time. It can ebb and flow with, with how your life is going and, and what's going on. And that's one of the wonders of the imagination line set in the letters is you can just fit it in. When you've got a little bit of a slower week, you can do more when you're busy. It's okay. One other thing that might be helpful to note too is if, if you have older children in your family, it's fun to pull them into the letters. So my daughter, my oldest daughter will often help me write the letters or at least proofread them for me, or tell me if, she, if there's something else to add. And she loves adding the special effects on them. And, and then sometimes she'll keep it in her pocket and go deliver it. And she usually has a little more time to set it up and make it look really cute. But that's a fun way to pull them in, in too. And I, I agree with Mindy. I think that my kids know that we write the letters, but that doesn't make it, it doesn't make it less fun. They, it's still kind of a conversation that can go on but just slightly separated from their real world so it doesn't feel as personal. And what a great way to involve the whole family in the magic and the fun. And, and also understanding the issues that everybody is struggling with just in daily life. All right, well, I would love to hear some letters, some letter examples. So do you guys wanna share some letters? This was a letter from a dragon. And it came to my grandson, Alex, because he had, um, he had accidentally dropped an egg and he was really, really upset about it. And his mom got him to write a letter to his dragon. And so this was his dragon's response. Oh, you know what? I take that back. This was the car set. So you see, we have several sets. This was the car set. All right, vroom, Alex. You dropped an egg? That's so funny, but it probably didn't seem funny when it happened. I bet it was a mess to clean up. Did you help your mom clean it up? Was she mad? I know sometimes my mom gets mad when I make a mess, but I know she still loves me. Your best car friend, Accelerator. P.S. I'm practicing for a race. Are you practicing for anything? So you can see from this letter how many points were brought up and touched in this. There was, you know, validating emotions, empathizing with him, talking about the fact that there was a mess. You know, did he help him clean it up? Was his mom mad? Um, reminding him that even when his mom's mad, that he still loves her. And then touching on something else that Alex was having a hard time practicing. And so the car was validating that he had to practice for things too. Yeah, it definitely comes in a more friendly manner rather than something that's kind of harsh. And like you said, validating those emotions and asking him questions. And the letter just sounded like it came from his friend. Okay, so this is another letter to Alex. Uh, here's where she wrote her. 
the letters to Eden from her fairies and dragons tend to be longer, but she's older and can comprehend things more. So this letter was really directed at helping Alex keep his body under control when he was in, in structured learning situations. So this came from, this one did come from his dragons. To my awesome friend, Alex, I love my flying class. Sometimes my mom comes with me. My friend is in flying class too. Yesterday at flying class, we did this fun thing, flying through rings. We weren't supposed to fly through them until the lead dragon said to start, but I kept flying through them anyway. My mom tried to get me to stop, but I kept pushing her wing away. Then the lead dragon told me, Sapphire, stay on the ground with your wings folded in. I felt embarrassed. I was also roughhousing with my friend at flight practice. Sometimes it's just hard to sit still. I don't mean to get into trouble, but just get bored and want to do something. Usually I end up teasing someone. Do you ever have a hard time sitting still? What do you do when you have a hard time sitting still? I hear you're really smart. Do you ever get bored? Maybe next time you're bored, you could write me a letter or send me a picture. Love, Sapphire the Red Dragon. P.S. I'm a really good flyer. That's so fun. I love that one. So I'm curious, what was Alex's response to the letter? Do you remember? You know, I didn't give him the letter and I don't know. You know, it's interesting, especially with Alex. Alex keeps his emotions really close. He loves to play through things with his mom or with me. But when he gets his letters, he reads them and he doesn't really say much because I think he internalizes things really, really deeply. In fact, the only time we can really get him to talk about his emotions is when we play through things because he just, he doesn't want to do anything wrong. And when he does do something that he knows he shouldn't have, he just has a really hard time talking about it, but he can play through it with his dragons. Well, one thing to mention, just probably an ending is when I first started thinking about the letters, one concern I had was what if my child feels like compromised if I know what's in the letter? So that's also something like if you're concerned that your child wants to just have almost like a, you know, like a secret diary almost that they're keeping that's just between them and their imagination land friends. You can also in the introductory letters, you can also put that, um, you know, I will love everything that you tell me. If there's something that I feel like your parents need to know, I will let them know. And so that's also, if that's something that you're concerned about in the back of your mind, because lots of people do when they think about imagination land things or just imagination, they, they start to worry just a little bit about their child knowing it's real or not knowing it's real, but you can shape all of your letters so that it fits for you and your child and their expectations and your expectations. For my kids, it hasn't been an issue. They usually come and run and read, show me their letters that they're going to send. But for some kids, if they if they hold things more closely and they just want a, more of a private place to express themselves, that might be a concern that they would have. But you can address those if you think letters are something that would be helpful for your family. You can still set it up so that it works for what they need. One of the great things about Imagination Land, it's as real as you and your child's imagination. So you can set the boundaries that work for you. Those are really good points to keep in mind. These letters are super fun part of Imagination Land. It's a great way to reach out to your child in really meaningful ways. And our Play Together program, which comes out around the end of summer or beginning of fall, it will provide the letter templates like we had mentioned earlier. 
and uh, they can help you in creating the letter. And of course, if you have any questions about writing letters, you can email us at play at openlittledoors.com. Well, we hope that you guys have a great week. Take care. Play, storytelling, and imagination are very powerful parenting and child development tools. And if you want to know more ideas on how you can incorporate these tools, you can visit our website at www.openlittledoors.com and sign up for our Wednesday Wisdom emails and also check out our Play Together program. We can't wait to hear from you. Come play with us.